It's time for Yes, I Can Living. Entrepreneurial women all have one thing in common. We want to consistently improve our lives to be the best it can be. I'm your host, Kathy Alessandra, and I'll be interviewing inspiring women who think outside the box, color outside the lines, and live beyond the limits of their fears. They're living all in and playing full out, creating their best life and embodying Yes, I Can Living. Hello, everyone. It's Kathy Alessandra, the Yes, I Can Coach, and we're here for another episode of Yes, I Can Living. I'm really excited today. As many of you know, I fully embody this idea of life, love, health, wealth, and business. It's about the whole woman. And so today I've asked a very special guest to join us to talk about that health piece. Um, as a registered dietitian and fitness enthusiast, Amanda's passion and purpose is to empower others who want to get back on track and can take control of their health. With 18 years of knowledge and experience under her belt, Amanda Nyberg uh, is able to guide others in weight loss and wellness journeys. Her custom lean program is a range of coaching services, multiple shop offerings, and she's cultivated a brand that focuses on giving participants the leading tools and resources to help reach the best versions of themselves. Amanda's goal is to provide the most current cutting edge nutritional techniques that not only provide results, but are also sustainable for life. There's a really key important piece there, right? Uh, community means everything to her. So, so, so to serve her clients best, she carefully crafts a multitude of resources, both physical in your city and online communities. Um, and um, is giving all kinds of tips and resources. Thank you very much for joining us, Amanda. Great to have you here. Yay, I'm excited to be here. Yes, well, we've got some articles of yours on the site. Um, you will be featured as one of the articles in our first print edition too, but you know, those who've known me for a while know that I, you know, health is a super important piece to me. And, um, and so it just, you know, with everything that's been going on, I want to talk a little bit about business, but I also want to talk about the, you know, the area of your brilliance, which is the health piece. So let's talk a little bit, if you can just share with our audience first, you know, when, when and how did you start your business and why? Well, I, um, in my previous life, was a clinical dietitian working in a um, weight loss clinic in a hospital setting. And it was uh, 2016, and I was rolling into my 40th birthday. And I remember sitting there reflecting on my current job um, that I'd been in for about 16 years um, and thinking, you know, if I continue on this course, and keep doing what I'm doing. I, I did have the best RD gig you could ever imagine. Um, in 20 years, I'm probably gonna be doing the exact same thing because I'd really kind of hit the ceiling of my professional growth. And I was probably gonna be making about the same amount of money because I was getting a 2% raise every year. And I felt significantly unfulfilled when I kind of considered that. I just felt like I had um, a lot more to give and I had a lot more, um, you know, to experience and, and create for my own professional um, development. And so at that time in 2017, I decided to jump in this online space of health and wellness. You know, when I, when I looked at starting what I consider a side hustle, because that's what this all started as. Um, I didn't see a lot of dietitians in this space, this virtual space. Um, and I felt like that there were a lot of other kind of wellness professionals that were 
you know, really um, capitalizing on this virtual opportunity. And I should be doing that myself with my expertise in nutrition. And so I jumped in um, with the goal of making an extra thousand dollars a month um, so that I could travel with my family. I felt like if I could just make an extra $12,000 a year, that would bring me, you know, satisfaction and happiness. Um, never in my mind did I think that I would end up leaving my full-time job within um, the first 12 months and creating kind of this brand and community and, um, you know, business that I have over the last three years. Wow, that's, what a story. And you have created quite a community. I mean, you've got a lot of followers, you've got a lot of people listening, a lot of people in your coaching programs, myself included, um, you know, and just kind of all seeing that need and filling it and um, wow, it exploded. Yeah, and I think, you know, a couple of things that I love to, especially for fellow female entrepreneurs is like, it's never too late to start all over, you know? You're never too old to kind of jump in this space um, because I really built my seven-figure business off of completely leveraging social media. Um, I didn't have a website. I didn't have a physical office. I didn't have any money for advertising or campaigns. You know, I really just started on Instagram with 400 followers and started to put out content on new nutrition, wellness, and loss over time, you know, that's just kind of built on itself. And here we are. Wow. I love it. I love it. So tell me, have you found, um, you know, like what, obviously we all have challenges as we're going, you know, through entrepreneurship, what has been your greatest challenge yeah. and how did you overcome it? You know, um, early on, I kind of, um, within the first six months, it, you know, defining what I really wanted to focus on and, and what my niche and brand was going to be took a little bit of trial and error. You know, I started out hoping to cultivate a, um, um, a, a niche in uh, bariatrics, um, patients that have had surgical weight loss. I wanted to help them get back on track. Um, but on the same side, I, I started kind of a general you know, wellness um, program that would help my friends and family. And over the first six months, I kind of noticed that I was having a harder time connecting with that bariatric market than I was kind of my, my natural kind of friends and family. And so, you know, within the first um, six months, you know, I had to make the decision to kind of abandon, you know, that program and kind of go all in, you know, my kind of signature program. So, that was a little scary, a little challenging, you know, giving that up. Mm -hmm. um, and then just kind of managing the growth, really. I know that's a, a really good problem to have, <laughs> but, you know, things just kind of skyrocketed and being able to onboard staff and employees that could really help me support my brand um, kind of on the fly um, was also a challenge. Yeah, yeah, I bet. How many employees do you have now? Like how many so staff? Have staff, yeah. So I have um, about 19 employees. Um, you know, most of the people working for me are, are my lean coaches. They partner with me to um, coach and assist my clients. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of like a tag team, myself and, and another coach. So they don't work full time. You know, they're kind of like part time employees. Um, but I do have a handful, about three or four full time employees as well. That's awesome. And it must be, I mean, 
I know when I first brought on my first employee, it, it is scary because you're, somebody else is counting on you and, and how that all goes. And sometimes, I mean, I found, or what did you find as far as like, did you have to, were you already ready for an employee? Were you already making the money or did you need to kind of reach out a little bit, um, stretch so that you could keep up with the pace? Yeah, I mean, again, I've just been very fortunate that, you know, at, at my business has grown as my employee needs have grown. So it's been a slow process to get up to 19 employees. I mean, if I could run the ship with three, I definitely would, <laughs> you know, because uh, managing employees is a, just a whole nother ball game. Um, but yeah, so it's been a slow process adding as needed. And then, you know, you hit a big roadblock where, you know, your business is just driving uphill and then something like a pandemic gets thrown in the mix and, you know, all of a sudden you're kind of at a screeching halt. Um, and then you got to pivot, you know, to kind of manage that as well. So it's been a very interesting year. That's for sure. It has, it has, it has, you know, let's, let's take that and go down that path because, you know, you and I had talked originally, uh, with the beginning of all this, right. In the quarantine, the pandemic, right. um, it's been a crazy time for many business owners have had to look at that shift, you know, do they need to make a pivot or not? Um, and then also lifestyle has been affected in a massive way. Um, there's a lot of talk about the COVID-19, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> meaning the 19 pounds, right, um, that we're putting right. on. Um, so let's talk about that. I mean, what, what kind of pivots did you make? And then let's talk about the lifestyle and how you've seen this all, um, you know, emerge with everybody and some suggestions you might have. Well, I feel very blessed that I was already in the virtual space when the pandemic did hit and people realized that, you know, this whole flatten the curve for two weeks was not going to be the case. Mm -hmm. um, and they needed to find resources to succeed at home. I was in the space and I was ready and there to serve them. So I felt really blessed that I'd already kind of made that shift. So in that sense, you know, my business didn't necessarily take as significant of a hit as maybe brick and mortars and things like that. Um, but I mean, obviously everyone started to scale back and we're making, you know, more conscious decisions on, you know, how they were spending their money and things like that. So that had an impact as well. And, but in addition, I think that one of the biggest things that's going to come out of this pandemic, or one of the biggest things that should come out of this pandemic is that, you know, our health is very important. And when we look at people that are being most um, critically affected by this, um, you know, disease, this, this virus, they are some of our sickest population. And, you know, Americans, we're not in the best of health. And we need to stop worrying so much about weight loss. And we need to worry more about, you know, the status of our overall, you know, bodies, our, our health and wellness. So um, I'm, that's what I hope moving forward, there's just going to be a little bit more awareness of, you know, we can't live on junk food and processed food and we can't sit in front of the TV and watch Netflix all day and, you know, um, and be and think that we're going to be able to, you know, manage this type of virus if, if we get exposed. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. What kind of, what would be some tips that you might have for the listeners on how to, you know, maybe they've, um, you know, lifestyle has gotten difficult to manage or, you know, I think people are using food as comfort, unfortunately. Absolutely. 
Um, yeah. What are some tips or some ideas of, um, you know, you can give our listeners to kind of help us get out of that and get back into the healthy? You know, the biggest thing that I preach in my program is progress over perfection. I think that people fail the most at long-term success is because they live in that all or nothing mindset. Mm -hmm. They're either doing a hundred percent of everything right, or they're doing nothing. And I think that that's a recipe for failure right off the bat. And so my biggest suggestion is start with something, you know, take a look, take stock in your daily habits, especially with the food that you eat. And think about what are the areas that you know are things that you should be omitting from your, your um, daily intake and things that you should be including. So for example, if you're drinking a lot of sugary-based you know, um, beverages, like maybe you love sweet tea or you know, sugary coffee drinks or soda, you know, anything like that, and you find yourself drinking those you know, once or twice a day, just removing those will take you in a step in the right direction. So it doesn't always have to be these kind of huge changes. Um, it can be really small things. Like, for example, maybe you don't focus on not eating something. You know, sometimes when we think about healthy eating, it's about not eating junk food, not eating, you know, processed food. Maybe you look at it more as what can you add? So why don't you focus on adding more vegetables to your diet, adding more fruit? And sometimes when you add more, you know, vegetables and things like that, then by default, some of those other things kind of fall to the wayside. Mm -hmm. um, so looking at healthy things that you can add, you know, maybe it's, um, you know, you're not going to change anything in your lifestyle, but you're going to drink more water, or you're not going to make any changes in your lifestyle, but you're going to add more steps every day. Mm -hmm. Little things like that have a huge impact in the long run. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. The progress, not perfection. I think that is a, I mean, I so agree with you that people are they're either all in or it's a great excuse not to, well, I blew it. So might as well just, ah, might right? as well. Yeah. You also have uh, accountability in your program, which not, yeah. Yeah, that's not, I mean, I do that in my coaching as well, but it's for you, for what you're doing, there's a, um, I don't see that out there. And I think that's a critical piece. Right. Oh, I agree. I mean, you know, and I've been in the field of weight loss, like you said, for, I mean, really almost the last 20 years. And, and I, I see that, you know, when people are connected and held accountable, they're way more successful. And that's probably one of the most unique things about the lean program. Lean actually stands for living energized and nourished. And, you know, I think the reason why people are so successful and they keep signing up and they stay involved in the program and the monthly groups and things like that it really comes down to they need that accountability and support. You know, they need someone to make sure that they're eating healthy, getting their exercise and, you know, someone to report to, and they need someone to reach out to them when they're not reporting because most likely you're, you know, off track. So um, I think that that's a really key thing going on right now. And for those of you kind of in that entrepreneurial space, especially if you're interested in health and wellness, I think kind of this field of like, health coaches, life coaches. I think that that field is really going to open up as people find the need to be held accountable, um, whether it be for managing their diabetes or, you know, getting better sleep or getting their workouts and whatever it may be. Um, it's a really critical component. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, and it's interesting because I, I, I've been in your program a couple of times. I'm in a repeater group right now, right? And, and something had happened this weekend that 
that I wasn't tracking, right? But it was like, oh my gosh, I at least have to get in there and say, I'm here, I'm aware, right? You know, because of the accountability. I think accountability, accountability, accountability makes it, and it doesn't, you know, whatever it is in life, right? It's, it's um, having somebody there to, to answer to. You know, there's, um, I've seen, you know, I've kind of been associated with you for uh, eight months now, a year or something like that in your programs. Yeah. And, um, you know, you continue to grow. And I saw that you recently added this app, which I must say, I absolutely love, 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 love. Yay. Um, but tell me a little bit about that. I mean, you, you saw a need in your own, so you decided to, to bring it into your brand or tell me how you made that decision as a businesswoman to, um, to add that, that it was needed. Yeah, you know, and the app actually we've um, launched it. It'll be two years in January. I can't <laughs> okay. believe it's. I know I can't believe it's that that old. But um, initially, I was running my accountability groups on social media, and you know, as my program um, grew, it just became harder and harder to do that. And now, oh my gosh, I'm just so thankful that I don't have my my clients don't have to be exposed. To social media right now in order to manage your health and wellness because who wants to be on social media right now it is just a just a, a not a great place to be it's not going to put you in a good mindset that's for no. sure um and that was really the big thing you know i felt like i was at a point in my business that i wanted to elevate my program to set it apart from other programs um, I wanted to give my client the freedom to not have to deal with social media to, to um, you know, improve their health and wellness. And, and I wanted a place for them to have everything they need in one place. Because when I was running my program, you know, I used multiple different platforms to kind of interact and communicate. And that can be overwhelming. So um, therefore came my platform. Um, which we have now launched into a um, kind of a multi-tenant platform called Spring. It's a, a new um, endeavor that we've started um, just a couple of weeks ago where we're hoping to find other health and wellness entrepreneurs or just other like-minded um, business and individuals that are looking to scale by running group-based programs. Um, and they can use this platform in order to do that. So it's really exciting um, time for us um, with that spring app platform. Wow, that's exciting. That's really cool. <laughs> and I think that, you know, I- Yeah, because- Go ahead. No, because I, I came from a, a place where I was working one-on-one -on -one with clients. Mm -hmm. And um, I recognized that there was a massive ceiling to that. And once I transitioned to this group-based approach, mm -hmm. um, I've been able to, scale my business, you know, really to as, as much, the sky's the limit. And um, I'm able to offer my services at a very low cost, mm -hmm. you know, to see a dietitian is, is um, you know, definitely to have a dietitian or, and group work with you every single day for seven weeks will cost you way more, you know, than $199. So yeah. it allows me to reach more people, help more people and, and do it in a more efficient way. Um, so we're excited to try to teach other, you know, professionals how to do that. I love it. Okay. I may need to talk to you about that. <laughs> Fantastic. So let me ask you a question, <laughs> right? I mean, I just, because accountability, I, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, if there is, if there, your, your, uh, was one thing that you wish you knew when you started your business, you know, that your now self would know and tell that person, what would that be? 
Oh man. Um, you know that it takes time and the grind is great in the beginning. I, I feel like I'm still just in that full kind of grind mode. Um, and you know, my husband would be like, you can't sustain this. And I would always say, it's almost like opening a brick and mortar. You know, if I opened a restaurant, I would live there 80 hours a week. You know, I would be there from the moment it opened to the moment, you know, it closed. I would nurture it and, and, you know, really support it. And, and I think that a lot of times in the beginning, you know, there's not a lot of sales coming in, but you're still really having to put that grind in there you know, to, to create that content and that nurture kind of campaign. Um, and sometimes it's just like, you think you're going to, you know, you just want to give up mm -hmm. because it's not paying off. And, um, you know, you just got to keep like flipping those cards until finally, you know, that a shows up and it kind of, you know, you hit that, that moment where things kind of take off. Mm -hmm. So you never give up is kind of what I would say. Yeah. I love that. And you're right. Nobody, nobody made it overnight. <laughs> It does take no. work. It's the grind, the grind for sure. But yes. Aligned is fun. So if people are looking to connect with you on, you know, find out more about the lead program, um, you know, you've got such a great blog and resources and articles, where would they go to find you? You know, I am most active. I've grown my business on Instagram. So you can find me at Amanda Nybert RD. Um, I put out so much free content, you know, um, on that platform, but also my website is where you'll find all of my services, all my blogs, all my resources. I have tons of free downloads and that's at amandanibert.com. Awesome. Wonderful. Now, let me ask you the one final question I ask all of our guests, and that is what makes you a yes, I can woman? The, the fear of failing. <laughs> uh, the, I, right through, I huh? will not fail. Yeah. I will not fail. Yes. So I love that. determination, <laughs> I guess. Is, mm -hmm. That definitely makes you a yes. I, it is. I love it. I love it. Wonderful. Oh, okay. yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your expertise um, on business and on the lifestyle piece. And um, for those of you who um, would like to read more, please visit her website, Amanda and I'm, or connect with her on Instagram. She's got some great stuff going on over there. Um, she is doing some blogs over for Yes, I Can Living, and, um, and you can watch for her in the first preview issue as well of the magazine. We'll have that. So um, Amanda, again, thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. Hope you have a great afternoon. Thank you. You bet. too. You, you too. Bet. And uh, for our listeners, we will see you next week with another episode of Yes, I Can Living. Until then, have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.